No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Lord tells Jeremiah to take an earthen jar to the valley of the son of Hinnom. He prophesies slaughter and cannibalism and breaks the jar before them. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 19 on Simply the Bible. Earlier, God directed Jeremiah to go to the potter's house. There he saw the potter working a lump of clay on the potter's wheel. When the clay had a mar in it, the potter started over, reworking the same lump of clay until he formed it into a vessel. The Lord said that he would do the same with Israel. He was the potter and they were the clay. Although they had been disobedient, God would rework them until they were a vessel fit for the master's use. Now the Lord spoke to Jeremiah again. We continue in Jeremiah chapter 19. Thus says the Lord, Go and get a potter's earthen flask and take some of the elders of the people and some of the elders of the priests. Jeremiah was to go back to the potter's house. But whereas before he had been a spectator, now he would be a customer. And he would take some of the elders of the people and the priests as he purchased an earthen flask, such as would normally be used for carrying water. These elders were the ones who had been giving Jeremiah such a bad time about his prophecies, not believing that the destruction Jeremiah prophesied would actually come to pass. And go out to the valley of the son of Hinnom, which is by the entry of the potsherd gate, and proclaim there the words that I will tell you. And say, Hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring such catastrophe on this place that whoever hears of it, his ears will tingle. The Lord told Jeremiah to go out to the valley of the son of Hinnom. Now this ran along the south and west of Jerusalem. The gate at the south of the city that opened into this valley was called the potsherd gate because people carried out their broken pieces of pottery and other trash through this gate to throw it into the Hinnom Valley which King Josiah had made into a garbage dump. The message Jeremiah was to deliver was the same message he had been delivering all along, but nobody was listening. God was bringing such disaster on Jerusalem and Judah that it would cause the ears of people who heard about it to tingle. Jeremiah was the son of a priest, and he brought the elders of priests and the elders of the people with him to the Hinnom Valley. The kings of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem were also there. So he had a good audience. Verse 4, Because they have forsaken me and made this an alien place, because they have burned incense in it to other gods, whom neither they, their fathers, nor the kings of Judah have known, and have filled this place with the blood of the innocents, they have also built the high places of Baal to burn their sons with fire for burnt offerings to Baal, which I did not command or speak, nor did it come into my mind. 
So God gives the people all of the reasons why this destruction was coming upon them. First, they had forsaken both the Lord and his covenant. Jerusalem was the place God had chosen to put his name there and dwell in the temple, but they had made it a foreign place to him. Second, they had burned incense to other gods, which was spiritual adultery in God's eyes. They had played the harlot. Third, the fact that Jeremiah delivered this message in the Hinnom Valley was significant because it was there that they had offered their innocent children as sacrifices to Molech. This involved putting the metal idol into the fire until its outstretched arms glowed red. And then they would take their babies and put them onto its arms. Of course, they would instantly be incinerated. These were the pagan rituals of the surrounding nations, those nations whom God had commanded the children of Israel to destroy. But of course, they didn't, and they adopted their practices. Finally, in addition, they built the high places to Baal and offered children as burnt offerings there. But God never commanded them to do such horrific things. Neither did it even come into his mind. Demons required such sacrifices, but never God. We can be sure that when people sacrifice innocent children with no remorse, that demonic influences are involved. The place where these sacrifices were offered was called tophet, meaning fireplace. Incidentally, the word Jesus used for hellfire the ultimate place of Satan and his angels and those who reject Jesus Christ? That word is Gehenna, which is the Greek for Hinnom Valley. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that this place shall no more be called Tophet or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but this valley of slaughter. And I will make void the council of Judah and Jerusalem in this place. And I will cause them to fall by the sword before their enemies and by the hands of those who seek their lives. Their corpses I will give as meat for the birds of the heaven and for the beasts of the earth. As they had slaughtered their children in the Hinnom Valley, so God would slaughter them in the same place. No longer would it be called Tophet, but now it would be called the Valley of Slaughter. The false prophets had been prophesying peace, but God would make void their evil counsel and prove that Jeremiah was a true prophet. These who had resisted God's message would themselves be killed or taken captive. When Babylon conquered them, there would be so many corpses in the Hinnom Valley that there would be no place to bury them. Their bodies would become meat for the birds of the heavens and the beasts of the earth. Verse 8, I will make this city desolate and a hissing. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished and hiss because of all its plagues. And I will cause them to eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters. And everyone shall eat the flesh of his friend in the siege and in the desperation with which their enemies and those who seek their lives shall drive them to despair. Their beloved city, Jerusalem, would become a monument of horror and destruction. It would be a city of hissing 
meaning that everyone who saw it would be so appalled that they would suck in their breath or whistle in shock. The Babylonian siege would become so bad that the people would actually eat their own children to keep from starving. God promised this in Deuteronomy 28.53 if they would willfully, stubbornly turn from his covenant. He said that this would be what would happen to them. He had been patient for a thousand years, but now these horrific, unthinkable consequences would finally come upon them. Later, Jeremiah would chronicle this actually happening as he observed it in Jerusalem. Lamentations 4.10 says, The hands of the compassionate woman have cooked their own children. They became food for them in the destruction of the daughter of my people. The people would be driven to despair of life itself. Verse 10, Then you shall break the flask in the sight of the men who go with you and say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Even so, I will break this people and this city as one breaks a potter's vessel which cannot be made whole again, and they shall bury them in Tophet till there is no place to bury. Thus I will do to this place, says the Lord, and to its inhabitants, and make this city like Tophet. And the houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah shall be defiled like the place of Tophet because of all the houses on whose roofs they have burned incense to all the hosts of heaven and poured out drink offerings to other gods. Imagine the drama when Jeremiah lifted up this beautiful pottery and smashed it before their eyes. In the same way, God would break his people and this beloved city. They would not yield to his touch even after he reformed them again and again. They had stiffened their necks and become hardened in their rebellion and idolatry. Now clay that has become hardened in its place can no longer be worked. It must be broken into pieces. And that is what would happen to the people of Judah. What a tragedy. As God would defile Tophet, so he would also defile the houses in Jerusalem. Why? Because on top of their roofs, they would worship the starry hosts of heaven and they would pour out their drink offerings. Thus Jeremiah came from Tophet, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy. And he stood in the court of the Lord's house and said to all the people, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring on this city and on all her towns all the doom that I have pronounced against it because they have stiffened their necks that they might not hear my words. You know, the Bible says that those who have been often reproved and stiffened their necks shall suddenly be cut off or broken and that without remedy. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God for judgment and their time had come up. Jeremiah brought the same message now to the temple court so that everyone would hear it. We have no record of anyone ever repenting or being converted at the preaching of Jeremiah. Nevertheless, God used Jeremiah to confront the people with their sins. You know, God does not hold us responsible for the way people react to our witness. He only holds us responsible to give the witness, to be salt, 
to be light, to share the gospel, to warn those who are continuing in sin. What happens to that is between them and God. God will reward us for being faithful. And so we need to simply just be faithful. But I wonder, would I be as faithful as Jeremiah was? There was no record of any converts, and yet he continued to share God's word with them. Would I be so faithful if I had nobody listening to me? It's something for us to think about. May God help us not grow weary in well-doing and leave the results with him. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just praise you for your goodness. We thank you, Father, that you are long-suffering. You are patient. You are so quick to warn us gently, lovingly, being full of grace, and it is your goodness that leads us to repentance. But Father, I just pray that we would not resist your will. Lord, if we hear your word, that we would respond. And I pray for anybody hearing this today, Lord, if you are tugging on their heart, Lord, speaking to them, that their heart would be open to you and they would say, yes, Lord, help me hear what you want me to hear and help me do what you want me to do and help me not resist your will. Lord, let us not be those who resist so that you have to break us, but let us be those that willingly yield to your touch. In Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Pasher the priest strikes Jeremiah and puts him in stocks. Jeremiah prophesies against him and complains to the Lord. God's word was a fire in his heart. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible